0: Hi everyone, welcome to your True Place podcast. I'm Anna Kristiansen, and I'm sharing all about good habits that can create life of your dreams. I share openly on topics like how to stay fit in your mental, physical, spiritual and money areas of your life. And I'm sharing all about strategies that took me from living life of surviving to striving. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your True Place podcast. I'm so happy to introduce you to our guest today, M. Connors, uh, the very famous, the creative bodega. Welcome, M. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Sounds great. Let me introduce you a little bit for those who doesn't know you and uh, she's the founder of The Creative Bodega, amazing mom of two kids, expert in Canva design, marketing, and branding coach. She also helped more than 300 students worldwide uh, with their branding um, topics, uh, designs, and uh, helping them to make it happen in the entrepreneurial world. I'm so excited, and for our conversation today. I'm sure it will be so inspiring for other women who are thinking about starting their business or already on this journey. And, uh, you know, it's always inspiring for us to hear what are the decisions, what are the uh, game changes, you know, happen to those who are already on the path that we wish to be. So I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Thank you so much. I'm excited. Yes, but um, take us back to your story. I know you started in the fashion industry in mm-hmm. Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a dream job, you know, yeah. to all of us. Yes. <laughs> and yes. here you are in your solar entrepreneur journey. Take us back. Yes. Where did you start it and about your transition to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so I basically graduated from college um, a long, long time ago. And I graduated with a Doreen fashion design, and I moved to New York City a week after graduating college, and I got an internship in fashion public relations, so um, which is not what I went to school for, but it was a foot in the door, and I just had to take it. From there, I was able to secure a job in fashion. But instead of being in the design world, I was in the production world. Mm. So that meant that it was like, I kind of got the best of both worlds in my mind because I was able to be very close with the designers and the fabrics and the colors and the creativity. But I'm super organized. And so I was able to create systems and make sure production was on time. And so, I mean, I absolutely loved it. And that's what I ended up doing for... All 10 years I lived in New York city and I worked my way up from being a production assistant to being the director of production for two different fashion designers. It's amazing. Um, It was incredible, but it was exhausting and insanely stressful. And I was 30. Oh, I was older than that. I was 34 actually. And I wasn't married yet and I wanted to be married and I wanted babies. Like I wanted to be a mom for as long as I could remember and I just, in my gut, felt like I wasn't going to find my husband there. I just was like this feeling. And, mm. and I was just tired of the New York City hustle and bustle. So I had a sibling, a sister that lived in another city, Baltimore, and I ended up moving there, and within three months, I met my husband. Uh, yeah, you, you felt it, you know. You could feel it in your body. Know, <laughs> you yes, yes. <laughs> and honestly, that's what I do a lot in my business. Like I really, I'm very good at trusting my instincts. So, uh, and we're and believing that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. Mm. Um, so yeah. So I met him and you know, we had two back-to-back babies. We were both, you know, a little older, 35 at getting married and 36 with my first baby. And we wasted no time and had a second one 14 months later. And in that process, my husband lost his job. And yeah, it was super stressful. I was then working in interior design because there was no fashion in Baltimore. Of course. um, after our second baby, we just decided that we wanted to try our hand at entrepreneurship and we opened a CrossFit gym in the town where he was from. So we moved out of the city, moved to a suburb, opened a gym, and so began our entrepreneurial you know, journey. Oh. So it was my job to post on Instagram. And we had a business coach and he said, Em, I want you to post 30 days in a row. Yeah. And we, we didn't even have a space yet. So he's like telling me to post. He's like, there's something called Canva. You should look into it. So this is 2017 at this point. And I'm like, okay, Canva, I have no (laughs) idea what that is. So I go on there and I, you know, start making some graphics for social media. And, um, but on like the sixth day of posting, he challenged me to 30 days in a row of posting. On about the sixth day, I had put my, um, at that point, let's see. My daughter was four months old and my son was 17 months old. I got them to bed just the longest day ever. I mean, this they, it's just exhausting. Right. And I was like crying in bed and my husband's like, what's wrong. And I was like, I haven't made a post. This is my only job, you know, like I'm supposed to, and I, and I don't know what to post about. And like, I hate this. I hate it. Oh my
0: God. This was
1: a Yeah, it was just, it was just all too much. I'm sure I was hormonal too. So um I was like, the next day, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna find a better way to do this. Like I can't just every day sit there and wonder what am I gonna post today? I wonder what to post today. It's too many options. It felt so overwhelming for me. So I started coming up with a system and a framework and I started getting on video more and um we had worked with another business mentor who started paying attention to what I was doing on social media. Our social media accounts started growing pretty quickly. Other gyms started noticing what we were doing. And she asked me to come on board as a marketing mentor for her business to help teach other gym owners how to grow using Instagram. So I then transitioned over to doing that. And that's sort of where this was all born. I mean, I started having conversations every single day with gym owners and nutrition coaches and just trying to teach them how to show up on social media and teaching them what I knew and showing them my system and um so then I started hearing I started listening to Amy Porterfield uh Digital Course Academy yes yes we all know (laughs) you're And on my walks in my neighborhood and she just, man, she was so good at selling me the dream, like stop trading time for money. And I was like, oh, I have no time left in the day. I mean, every hour went to mentoring these gym owners. I had 45 minute back-to-back Zoom calls. I was exhausted at the end of the day. This was also through COVID. So these gyms are shut down they don't know what to do. It's emotional. I mean, it was the most draining experience of my life. And, um, I was like, I don't want to trade time for money anymore. Like I need to start making some passive income so I can scale back on these hours. Like that I'm working. It's, t- I loved it at first, but it started just like you robbing me of all my energy. I mean, my kids would get home from school and I just was like, I don't want to talk. My throat hurts. Oh, I'm I mentally, a mentally exhausted. Like so I knew it wasn't sustainable. So anyways, stop trading time for money. Amy P I signed up for digital course Academy, talk to my husband. I'm like, please, can I do this? Like it's expensive, but like, again, I feel like there's something to this. Something I'm like, like something is drawing me to this. So we started it or, you know, we actually both went through it and I was going to make a course on meal prepping because that was what made sense. We had a gym. I was a nutrition coach. Like and the more I, like, you know, homework assignment number one was, like, make a course outline. And I'm, like, making this course outline about meal prepping. And I'm, like, this is so boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does not light me up. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, it just, we had had our gym for three, three years. And I was just tired of talking about nutrition. Yeah, I knew about it. But, like, and my husband was, like, well, if you could make a course about anything, what would it be? And I was, like, Canva and Instagram. Like, <laughs> And I like said it and I felt so energized and excited. He was like, well, then do it, like do it. And I was like, really? Uh Um, And that was it. Literally the creative bodega I found, he and I brainstormed and came up with the name. He actually really came up with it um, because I lived in New York City and corner stores are called bodegas. And it's sort of like that one-stop shop Mm -hmm. for everything you need. That was sort of the idea behind it. And I got the Instagram, started an email list, And for five months, I literally was working three jobs. I had my mentoring job all day. We had our gym where I was still the head nutrition coach. And I started the creative bodega. I was working non, I mean, every weekend was dedicated to the creative bodega, social media posts, my weekly email. um, And I launched a course five months later after you know, just showing up on social media consistently, emailing consistently, giving, 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 showing that I'm an expert. And then I launched my Canva crash course to branding your business. And I got 45 students. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. It was super exciting. And it was like, okay, like, I think I've got something right. So That was it. I mean, after that first course launch, I made a a great chunk of money and my husband, we ended up closing our gym and he went back to working in finance where he was before. And he, like the minute he got his job, he was like, just quit all the other things and like, just do creative bodega. Just focus on what you like. Yeah, like you love it. You're going to be successful. I know it. And that was it. So that was, I guess,
0: um, Mark of 2021 oh my god so, that's amazing story and because it's yeah. not like it happened overnight oh my God, you had no. your three jobs and <gasps> one more very important job you're also a mom I was a mom I know and that's I do. want to say that yeah that's like,
1: that like full-time my biggest.
0: job so oh, how, how did you feel about that because you know we moms always feel guilt of not spending ugh. time with kids and very often, I also notice with myself, when we are with our family, we are not present. And yes. that's actually even worse. How do you manage? How do you balance uh, that's all this stuff?
1: Such a good question. When I was still mentoring, still owned a gym and started the Creative Bodega, there's a picture my son took of me. It was about five in the morning and I woke up two hours, I tried to wake up two hours before them to work on the Creative Bodega and he somehow woke up and came in my office and I, I i my office is in one of our bedrooms um a fourth bedroom we don't use and there was a bed at that time there's not anymore but and he had my phone while i was on my computer just you know working on i think my course at that point mm-hmm. my first and he took a picture of me and it's just like this dark picture, because it's so early in the morning, I'm hunched over the computer with my glasses on and like a a bathrobe and like, you know, and I remember looking at it and be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, everyone thinks it's like glamorous, what, you know, what you do and what you show on social media. And I put that picture on social media just to be like, this is hard, like, this is hard work. My four year old took this picture of me at five in the morning. I, I think that how I got through the, that time where I was working so much was like, I knew there was an end goal. I knew I had a goal in mind that would have, that would lead to me being able to spend more time with my kids yeah. and freedom of my time. And I wanted it so badly. Like, I hated that I had to be to work at a certain time and that I couldn't leave for doctor's appointments without feeling uncomfortable. And then I would miss my kids at the bus stop. If I still had my job at that point, right. Who was going to get them off to school? Who was going to pick them up? Like I had this goal, like before they get into kindergarten, I want to be home and available and I have goosebumps thinking about it. So while that time was so hard It also forced me to get really strategic and really organized about everything I did because Mm. I didn't have the time to mess around. I had to be really strategic with social media posts and have a firm schedule and batch stuff way. I would batch a month in advance so that it would just come out on its own while I was working my other jobs. Yes. Um, I had to dedicate time on the weekends. Like it w- I remember posting a story on, at that time on a Saturday with my kids watching a movie and me on my laptop and being like, Saturdays are a work day for me right now. Like that's where I am at this place in my life. And somebody like DM me and was like, I never work on Saturdays. And I was like, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that's my goal, but yeah. I'm not there right now. Yes. Like I still have to hustle and like. Yeah this is my only time to work on this. So, you know, kudos to you, but, uh, that's just not my life. So I don't work on weekends anymore now. Oh, that congratulations. I, yeah, no, the only thing I do is write my newsletter on the weekend. It's because I love it and I'm very relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I write it on a Saturday morning when my kids are watching cartoons and like, I just get it done. Um, but I enjoy that. It's, it's not work, work to me. I don't resent it. Right. I don't. Yeah. So, but otherwise I um, leave my laptop pretty much in my office when they get off the bus at 345, like my laptop is up here. I'm not working when I run courses. I'm very clear with my students. This is when you'll be able to get a hold of me during from nine to three. And after that, it's a, you know, what show. And I know if I'm trying to respond to you and trying to help my kids in the bathroom, like something, someone's going to lose. Right. And it's only going to stress me out. So I'm very clear with expectations with my students. I'm like, you will hear back from me, but from this chunk of time after they get home, like I'm not really available. So, um, that's helped a ton. And then I sleep with my phone in the kitchen. I don't sleep with my phone in my room. I'm not scrolling social media at night. I have pretty you know, strict rules about that. And it's to the point now where when I wake up in the morning and go get my phone in the kitchen, I forget it's even there and I'll start making my coffee and my kids breakfast. And then in a half hour will go by and I'd be like, mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll check my phone. So those boundaries have really helped me stay sane with what I'm doing because it's so easy to get burnt out because we're our own boss. We could work 24 hours a day. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's like social media is always open. You can always use time, always. get inspired, you know, get creative. And sometimes you just drain Know the posts getting distracted forget why you came here (laughs) and suddenly two hours just disappear wow and it sounds for me like you're so organized person and that you have your own habits because i'm a strong believer that habits really can change your life. you know. If mm-hmm. something that you're unhappy about now, whether it's your business, relationship, money, wherever, air in your life, it's all about habits. Because that is what brings you to your future results. Totally. And for me, it sounds like you have your structure, you have your system that you built and it works for you. If yeah. you walk us through your daily habits that really help you Uh, being mom, being entrepreneur, uh, keeping yourself accountable? uh, How did you build your system and how you hold on them Mm -hmm. uh, to get, how to say, insight into your system on working uh, with your company?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So first of all, like I said, I, I, I don't work when my kids are around. So in the morning, it's like, I I work out, so I work out almost every day somehow, and that's very important for my mental health and physical health, Um, and that's my time. I do it in the morning before they leave for school because I found that if I waited until they left for school, I was so anxious to get started with work that I would just skip over it, so I do that. I get their lunches ready. I get their breakfast ready. I pack up their backpacks, um, and then they sort of do their thing, and they know that I'm working out. And they can come and ask me questions or whatever, but I'm not going to stop what I'm doing unless it's an emergency. Like we have, and my husband's the same have agreement. Yeah. Yeah. They know. They know. I'm like, you can come in the garage with me. You can work out with me, but like I'm working out. This is mommy's time. Yes. So they get on the bus and then I am like itching to run upstairs to my office and like get the day started. Um, I always have, I have a, a very basic notebook where I wrote, I write the date. And I write, you know, at least three things that I want to get done. That'll make me feel good if I get them done by the end of the day. And then a few more things that could roll over to the next day, if I can't get to them and Mm -hmm. I won't bash myself for not getting to them, but I always have like two to three main things that will, I know will make me feel accomplished and help me move the needle forward. Right. Um, I also uh, will, um, I sort of, it's called like cycle sync, my content creation. So I like for all menstruating females, like we have four separate weeks of our menstrual cycle and I am not a hundred percent on the week I have my period or the week before I am scatterbrained. I am hard on myself. I, I can't focus. I don't feel creative (laughs) It's a very like, and, and once I sort of learned about that concept and um, started working with it instead of against it, it's like completely changed the game for my uh, my business and myself. That
0: is such a great comment because very often we women forget about this point. Yes. We try to catch up. We try to push our masculine energy and being productive all the day, being creative, yes. give it all. But that is not how it works in our world. And I love that you uh, highlight uh, this point in your strategy because it really helps us, right? Also, softer with ourselves and accept who we are in those days. I, I mean, that's the biggest thing I took away
1: from it was just, I'm just kinder to myself. If it is a day where I can't get something done, like a big picture item where I can't Like I will not beat myself up. I'm like, today is not the day. Like I'm going to work on something much more low energy, sort of mindless today. And that's as good as it's going to, that's going to have to be good for today. Right. Mm -hmm. So it all started with, I listened to a podcast about it on Jenna Kutcher and it like completely blew my mind. And so that's another thing that I've like really tapped into and tried to work with. And, and, and it's, it's just helped my productivity a ton. Um, and then the other thing I do is like, like you said, habits are huge. I mean, from my nutrition coaching days, is really when I learned about how important habits were. You can't rely on your willpower. Like, there are days I don't really want to be doing what I'm doing, but of like, course. right? We're like, all humans.
0: If we you're not machines Chainsaw robots.
1: <laughs> but I have my habits in place and my systems to like support the habits. And when something is not working. I have a lot of integrity with myself and I sit and I ask myself, what is the hardest part about this? Why am I not getting this done? Why? And it's like, I have to sit there and think about it. Well, I think it's because, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like, okay, well, how can I change that? How can I change the time of day I'm doing it? Or what could I do it before to sort of set myself up for more success? Like I will keep kind of working at it. If it's important to you, that's what you should do you know what i mean like um and this is all so important to me i don't want to lose this freedom and um i just love what i do so much so i it's important to get it get it right so i think that's another thing that's helped me a lot
0: what can what helps you to keep yourself accountable uh we all know those days you know (laughs) yeah so um funny enough,
1: when I signed up for Digital Course Academy with Amy Porterfield, she had an option to sign up um, for an accountability buddy. And there was this like massive spreadsheet with like, I swear, like at least 2000 names on it.
0: Oh my God.
1: And you would put your name on if you were open to having an accountability buddy. And you didn't put that much information, you know, like your name, email, what you did. Yes. And a woman reached out to me within like the first 24 hours and she was like, do you want to be in my accountability group? There's two other women. And I was like, sure. I I don't you know. And so we ended up the four of us, we started out doing it. Well, it ended up just kind of dropping down to her name is Dre Dre and I, and she was a dog trainer, like an online dog training coach. And I was Canva branding content creation. And we still talk every two weeks to this day that, I mean, and I, That was back in October, 2020, when we first met. So we have a standing calendar uh, meeting every, every, every other Friday. And we just talk about what we're working on, what we want to get done in the next two weeks. And then I know I'm talking to her in two weeks and I have to sort of report back. If I got it done, I I bounce ideas off her. She bounces ideas off me because we're sort of each other's ideal clients which is kind of really beautiful. Like I have a dog that I need help yes. with. And I have hired her. <laughs> yeah. Like I've hired her to work with her. And she needs a lot of branding and Canva. For sure. For sure. Um, so it's kind of nice because when we ask each other these questions, we know that like it's kind of the perfect person to ask. Cause we like working with each yes. other. So that is so she's my we call each other our accountability like business besties. And I've never met her. She lives in Vermont. I'm in Maryland. We've never met but we've talked every other week for like
0: That's amazing. it's amazing it proves once again that we always need somebody you know Damn. to hold us account- accountable because oh, we you. can keep on on some period of time but then we when it gets tough you know family uh busy at work uh busy at home life's going on and life so many, happens yes yeah, so many stuff is going on in our life yeah. and we can loosen up on the things that are so important and suddenly we are giving up on our dreams and yeah. that is one more proof and actually excellent choice and example of how to find your partner you know yeah. uh, somebody has coaches somebody has friends or family but when the person who has the same interests and commitments, it's a perfect match for you. Both. It is. Yes. That's a good point a,
1: a, a similar commitment. She's, she's building courses. She's yeah. Like we're both working towards pretty similar goals. Um, you know, the other thing that I do is when I say like, I'm going to launch a course, you know, or I'm going to do something new. I, I add dates to the calendar. Mm. I basically Like I, my, I live by my calendar. So it's like, I'll see like email marketing due for this new course by this day. Like, and I'll work backwards. And that also helps me because I'm a very visual. So it's like just mapping out these dates and not just hoping
0: I get it done by some random
1: day. Like it's not going to happen.
0: Oh, that is a good strategy. So you're making deadlines for yourself. I do. And following them up. I do. I also feel like when we know when it's going to happen, then we are more productive, then we know yeah. that it's time to act and it's not tomorrow. It's not uh, another week. It's simply today because tomorrow is a deadline. So yeah. it helps to set a particular date in your calendar. For- it really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's a great point. And do you think being a solo entrepreneur put you on the path of personal growth? Your Um, personal development, do you think it pushed you, you know, over the edge? Oh, yes. From working five to nine, you know, from working on somebody else and being your own both. both. Yes,
1: yes. It's absolutely helped with that. I mean, it's it's helped just create space um, for me, you know, before I was just sort of living moment to moment and call to call and. Just rushing from one, I felt like my whole life was just rushing from one thing to the mm. next. So I didn't really have a lot of mental capacity for personal growth or looking inward or wondering what do I want. Like now I I do, and it it it's amazing.
0: Yes, it's, <laughs> it's really helpful. Journey it yeah. is it is because so often I also see examples in my life when you know women work many years even not realizing what they actually like want and would rather do in their life yes. because that was like many years ago that was uh convenient that was maybe popular or stuff like that you know and we forget to connect with what we like what we feel excited about and we just flow the flow and um in the end we get disappointed that mm-hmm. now like 20 years of our career and they're all yes. used for somebody else and we even don't know what we want to do yes
1: yes and, and that's why that moment that my husband asked me when we were going through that on like how to make an online course course like what would you make a course about if you could do anything and it was yeah. like wow I've never you know I haven't even allowed myself to like think of that because I, I just knew I had to do the safe, or I thought I had to do the of safe. Course. Yeah, the one that made the most sense. But like, of I didn't.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Then greatest to your husband that put you, you know, yes. in spot of thinking about what makes you excited. Because I'm sure it's much easier and you feel in flow when you find something that you love uh, Mm -hmm. that makes you lighten up in the morning and getting out of bed. And yes, you know, I'm going to work on this today. (laughs) Yes, it's the best. It's wonderful. Yeah. Do you have any advice to women who maybe think about starting their entrepreneurial life or, you know, keeping it silent and even um, afraid to think about it because it just seems very unsafe. Mm -hmm. For many of us, right, when you work for yourself, we are all scared that maybe we are not able to earn the same Mm -hmm. amount of money, maybe we will not make it until the next month. So many, you know, um, struggles, so many uncertainties, and this insecurity usually stops us from making some proactive actions. What would you say to women who maybe would like to start, but so afraid and think that is so insecure?
1: I honestly think if it is something, if you love what you're doing, if it lights you up um, and you have to do it at the same time as your safe nine to five, if you're willing to make that sacrifice, like, it's worth it. And and that's, I don't know. I like I said, I mean, I was working, you know, two, three other jobs you include being a mom when I started the Creative Bodega. And I just loved it so much. It excited me so much. And I I knew I had this big goal in mind that it propelled me forward. So I think you have to just really think about, you know, you know, i what I'm, what I'm thinking about who I'm thinking about is like multi-level marketing people, right? Like yes. it's one thing if it lights you up and it's all you want to talk about and you have all these ideas for people. It's another, if you're just like, I just want to make some extra money, like yeah. your, your passion's not going to come across to people. You probably won't make enough money to leave your day job. Right. Cause your, your audience picks up on your energy level. So it's sort of this like beautiful intersection of like finding a need that people have um, having 10% more knowledge than the average person about it. And it lights you up. It's like these three, if you have all three of those things, I like to ask people like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like I didn't leave my nine to five and go all in on the creative bodega. I stuck with my nine to five because I needed to for my family and for our financial, you know, security. Mm -hmm. Um, So I waited, you know, and I worked a lot. And in the end, it was worth it. But um, I think you just got to think about uh, what is the worst thing that could happen. I knew I still had my nine to five, and if I if the creative bodega didn't work, if I launched that first Canva course and made zero dollars, we all still had our health. I have my family. We still have money. Like it's okay. And I needed that. Like, I'm not one to take huge risk and leave a job for something that I don't know is going to work out. So I kind of needed to multi, multitask mm. and uh, and put the hours in and see what would happen. So And it ended up working out.
0: That is so inspiring. And I can see that it wasn't overnight success, mm. that it really took a lot of efforts and hard work nothing sexy and beautiful as you mentioned before it's really yeah. <laughs> early hours or late hours spending yeah. your time with your family with yourself and dedicating yeah. to your business especially in the beginning when when it um when you're committed to develop it when you're committed to pick it up on yes. to a certain level
1: yeah yeah And again, like the, my passion was there. So even when things get hard, like I still fall back on, it is a passion of mine. I love teaching. I love everything about Canva and branding and posting on social media. Like it just, it's one of those things that anybody could ask me a question at any moment and I'll be excited to answer it. I don't get annoyed right? Yeah. And there are things that I have talked about on social media where then people come to me in DMs and are asking me and I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk Why did I talk about this. Why did I mention that? I don't want to talk about this. Like, so it's been a learning process, what to share and what not to share. Um, but yeah, so when the going gets tough, like it's the passion that's really going to get you through. Of course. Um, so it's important that it's there. Of
0: course. Yeah. Well, that is so inspiring. Do you think entrepreneurial life is for everyone? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't. You know, it's it's lonely. You know, as I sit here in my office by myself um, with my dog. I got a dog because I was so lonely in my house all day long. I'm a very social person. I used to love going to an office. My coworkers were my favorite part of my day. Of like. Yeah. Just what's new, what's going on. What did your husband do What's up with your kids? Like, yes, of course. I miss that a lot. Um, Mm. So you have to be okay with being alone and being self-motivated and having integrity with yourself and putting in the work. I probably need to relax a little bit on, like I watched a show yesterday while I ate lunch and I don't think I've ever done that before in two years. And I was like, kind of freaking out. I almost called my husband to tell him, like, eh, I'm watching a show, like, in my lunch. Yeah, and like during the summer, my kids were at a summer camp, and I could have gone to our pool during the day. And he would always like really go to the pool, and I'd be like, No, I cannot do that. Like that's so yes. indulgent. Like, no, oh, I. What if someone sees me there? Like, he's like, you work for yourself. I'm like, No, I can't. I can't do it. And I never did it. I never went. You I shouldn't. So I need to be a little more, more like, okay, like I have this lifestyle for a reason, like take advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, that
0: is why you created it, you know. I know. It's important yeah. to remind ourselves, why did we start in the first place? Because we escape nine to five, and then we built exactly the same uh, with our I own know. business, right? <laughs> you did it so you could work from the pool, and yes. I'm still not
1: working from the pool because it just feels too
0: indulgent. It will be your challenge for the next season. I know. To <laughs> walk from the pool, I'll send some you, a DM. Cocktails, you know, and create some inspiring content and make new um, inspiring designs in Canva. You <laughs> mentioned a lot that you work with intuition, that you're yeah. to yourself. How do you see it helps to your business? Because that is what I noticed, um, you know, new wave in the business development, that we are going a little bit uh, back, you know, from spreadsheets, strategies, but more leaning on our intuition, what it feels right, uh, what it feels right with our energy, you know, uh, with our gut feeling, most of it. How would you describe this in your work? So, um, you know, I'm only two
1: years in, which is not, not that long in my opinion. And I've had to learn from a lot of experts. Like I invested in a $2,000 course on how to make an online course. I've invested in uh, um, a mastermind with other females. So I've, I've had to sort of hire the right people for the areas of my business that I'm not super confident in, and that I know I could use help. But I always, I'm, and I, I tell this to my students when they sign up for my courses, I'm going to lay out exactly what I do, but then it's up to you to figure out like what parts of it makes sense mm-hmm. for you. And if it doesn't make sense, be willing to change it and adapt it for the way it makes sense for you. So like, for example, in Amy Porterfield's course, like she basically told us to, have three webinars leading up to our course launch, they're free webinars, but then you have this massive sales pitch at the end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate sales. And I just was like, everything about this feels icky to me. I, and I know that if I do these webinars, I'm going to feel insanely uncomfortable mm. and inauthentic. And it's going to come across like I'm an open book. So like people are going to feel that weird. So like, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Like I just, it's just not for me. So I, yeah. yeah, So like when you're hiring people or you're, when you're signing up for courses or when you come across a social media post, that's telling you what to do. Like if it makes sense and hits home and you're like, that feels good to me, then do it. And if it doesn't, don't force yourself into doing things that just don't feel right for you or your brand. Um, Cause it's going to. Feel that way to your audience too, I bet. Of course, of course. And then everyone can feel it. Everyone can feel it. Now, there there is sort of a caveat to this. There is an exception to the rule, which is getting on video. I know that people are uncomfortable with getting on video. I was so uncomfortable getting on video to start. I forced myself to do it. And every one that I did, it got easier and easier. If I could show the people uh, that are listening right now, one of my first videos for social media, you would be like, that's not you. Like, (laughs) and I would say, yes, it is. It's me five years ago when I was embarrassed and uncomfortable, my confidence wasn't very high. And like, but I was forcing myself into getting on video video is just so huge. So that's just, I'm, you know, my wheels are turning. So so that's just the one area where like, you're not allowed to hide. You can't hide. behind. You can't hide
0: it. Especially now, especially now.
1: (laughs) You cannot. They're so big. You got to just start, you know, uh,
0: repetition breeds confidence. So get out there. That's a great advice because many of us are afraid of being on video, you know, very often we are not happy about how we look, how we sound. For example, my problem was always my insecurity with my accent because English is not my native language. And then, you know, when I was 40 years old, I realized I can't keep silence all the time because of my English and it's not getting better. So I I should do do something. So the same with us showing up on videos and um, just doing our best and improving all the time. (laughs) Yes, I love that.
1: It's so true.
0: It's so true, Emily. What to expect from the Creative Bodega? Uh, what uh, to look forward from you for your new courses? You provide so much values in your email list i love it Uh, every week you write about three uh, things uh, you um valued uh you what you like your advice that is so impact with value i love it oh thank you all the behind the scenes uh so helpful for entrepreneurs who just starting figure it out with the systems you know mm-hmm. special with emails and programs how to build um so big advice yes. to everyone follow em on Instagram. yes she will tell you all how to build it i so will t- tell us a little <laughs> bit more what to expect from you what are you working on now
1: oh my gosh so right now um i'm in the middle of a course called batch like a boss which essentially is six weeks long teaching people how to come up with post ideas, how to batch them ahead of time, my whole system. And something I realized very early on is that like, nobody has an email list. I've got almost, you know, 20, 21 women in this course right now, and almost nobody has an email list. And I'm like, you guys like, no. So they were like, can you make an email course? So I committed to making one. I'm launching it in two weeks. I have to build it. uh, And I have to build it (laughs) and I have to, um, create all the social media. I have a lot to do in the next two weeks, but I'm excited about it. It's going to be, it's called how to no, not how to just start and grow your email list from scratch. And it's going to be 30 days and it's going to be all about flow desk. So how to create a freebie. I'll give Canva templates for the freebies how to start a Flowdesk account, how to come up with a newsletter format that you love, how to email regularly and how to promote your freebie and grow your list. So I'm super excited about it. Um, and then in the new year, I'll go back to probably my Canva course is up next. So the Canva crash course to branding your business is a four-week course that'll come out in the new year Then probably Batch Like a Boss again after that. So I have three programs that I live launch. Um, And then I have three evergreen smaller courses that just sort of live there. And it's a great, Mm -hmm. like low price point entry point for people who aren't ready to make sort of the bigger financial commitment. So that's it for me right now. I mean, this email course is at the forefront of my mind and I got to get it together. And I set that deadline and I opened up a wait list
0: and like, now I have to make it. <laughs> so now you have it. Well, but that is great idea for the course because email list is so important. Uh, you it know, is. all the social media, it's like a rented land. We are not all. It is. Tomorrow I mean, someone could we... have my
1: account and yeah. I could lose everything. And if I didn't have exactly. an email list, No one would even be able to find me
0: again. Exactly.
1: So yeah, no. And that's why it's like, I felt like this calling, my intuition was like, all these women, you're helping with Canva and you're helping them with learning what to post on social media. But like the next part is they need an email list. Like you can't just depend on the three to five people, percent of people that are going to see your posts. Like that's what they say. Three to 5% see your posts of the people that follow you. But your email open rates could be anywhere from 20% to 50%. And it's like, that is so many more eyeballs you can get on your, your offer, your, you know? And so it's just, you need it. Everyone needs it. So that just sort of felt like the right next step for
0: me. Well, we are looking forward to it and it's a great course for everyone who just starting, I'm sure it Mm -hmm. will be so valuable and it's a great way to start your business actually, you don't need a website but start with uh, your email list and then you have a business strategy, then you have a foundation that you can build up. Uh, your sales campaigns in future and uh, make other funnels uh, for your sales but business but email list it's probably first steps that all entrepreneurs shall do to get contacts to get customers because them you will own not instagram accounts but email yeah yeah yep. love my email so, list so this was great idea that you got and um, i have final three questions for you that i always ask our guests um okay. so it can be very short reply uh, like advice to our guests so are you ready
1: i'm ready i'm nervous <laughs> yes.
0: question number one your habit one habit that really serves you that you feel like it all makes a difference for you
1: sleeping in my with my phone in the kitchen
0: Oh, that is a great advice.
1: Think about all the time people waste in the morning and at night scrolling on their phone in bed. Not me. It's
0: true. It's Not true. Me. It's true. Yeah. That's a good advice. Yeah. One yeah. habit that you would like to break that you don't like.
1: Um, oh my gosh. Habit I want to break. Um losing my temper on my kids
0: (laughs) oh yes that's a great (laughs) that's a great advice to all moms you know yeah (laughs) we're all guilty on it
1: (laughs) oh oh i know this morning can you tell
0: (laughs) i know this so well (laughs) and question number three best advice that you received in your life um
1: best advice I ever received. Hmm. Um, I think it's so cliche, but I went through like a really dark time in my life and something my dad just said to me, I feel like every day for a year was just like, you know, that, you know, you're worthy of love and to take it one day at a time. Like I'm I'm very much one to look 20 steps forward and worry about, 50, you know, 15 years from now. And like, I have no control over that. So I have, you know, I think that any advice anyone's giving me about just like living kind of day to day and moment to moment instead of stressing about something I don't really have control over in the future has helped me a lot. And then just believing that I am worthy of Love, success, like all of that, because um, I think that's something so many of us struggle with: is that confidence um, in ourselves and believing in ourselves that you know we can accomplish great things. I would say those two things.
0: Oh, they're just such a great words yeah. in, in the end of our conversation because we all struggle with self confidence, self love, doubting ourselves, mm-hmm. and worrying too much about mm-hmm. something that it's not happened yet, even. Yeah. Yeah. So great advice, Em. Um, thank you so much. Where can we find you? Where is the best uh, to hang uh, to find you and get in touch with you? Yeah. So yeah, so when, yeah, yeah. places.
1: <laughs> the best places. Yeah, it's probably honestly Instagram, which is Instagram. at the period creative period bodega, which is b o d e g a. Um, my website's emilyconnors.podia, Podia. Com. Um, But yeah, I would recommend everyone follow me on Instagram and then hop on my email newsletter list because it's, um, it is, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, every week I share three things to help kind of move the needle forward in your business, two things I'm loving that week, whether it's like software. Or a new sweater from Amazon. And then one tip, which is often like my most popular social media post from that week that you may have missed, um, which is usually a tip about Canva.
0: So. <laughs> thank you so much em. i really enjoyed our conversation and i'm sure our listeners did the same i will put in the notes of the show all the contact information with you so we can follow you join your email list and we are looking we are looking forward more from the creative bodega thank Good you so much your for your new me. course we are so excited about it it was so thank great you. to have you here thank,
1: thank you so, so much
0: Thank you all for tuning in into your true uh, your true place podcast.